Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! To the weekend fantasy update on the Ranger Redhead Camp Stewart, along with my buddy Colonel Kurtz. Attention! Kurtz working long. First, he's uh, working his uh, shift at the fish market with Joe Galena. Then he comes to see me a little bit later on. We'll go through uh, the spreads today, some DFS, baseball talk, National Football League talk, betting, lines, and a whole lot more. How you doing there, George? Doing well. Doing well, Camp. One show down, one to go here. Yeah. And uh, I guess this will be my last uh, show until opening day, too. So there's something to be said for that. <laughs> right? We've got four days till uh, it begins in earnest. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't wait, too. The, on Thursday, baseball gets started. We talked about it yesterday. We're not really fans of uh, the old Tokyo two-step there and leaving. It would have been nice if everybody started, but I get it for each hero and stuff like that. But, George, you got to be pretty jacked about that. Some sad news in your world. Your good neighbor's leaving, but at least you have baseball. It's kind of like life. It gives, it takes. Yeah, actually, uh, immediately after the show, I'll literally be going there to say goodbye. They're leaving uh, 2 o'clock uh, to get to the airport. Uh, he already left. He, uh, he, he drove there on Friday. I guess he's probably there by now. I know he was in Oklahoma last night, and they were sending pictures of uh, one hell of a lightning storm there. Man, never live in the middle part of the country, man. A lot of strange weather it's crap happens there. Good point. Good point. It happened with the NCAA tournament, George, and I've been watching like every game and a great day yesterday. Uh, actually, my, I came back and won that game by a half point. <laughs> they nice. I know it was crazy. It was absolutely nuts. But uh, yeah, I know they were talking about Des Moines, Iowa and like places in the Midwest. You're right. I knew a guy that lived in Kansas. It's it's a nightmare. Like he, the, there's twisters all the time, like little guys, dirt, dirt storms. And that's what they were saying, like the weather and the wind. Some of these teams getting to these areas where they play these regionals, the, the weather's so bad, like you can't fly. fly Lights are delayed and stuff like that. It's just a, it's a common occurrence there. It's a pain in the ass. Living in the Northeast, we worry about uh, snow, uh, nor'easters, nor'easters. Freezing we get, rain. We get yeah. the heavy storms. You know, you live down south, you got the hurricanes. You live out uh, in California, you worry about you know the state falling into the uh, ocean after an earthquake. But in the middle part of the country, man, yeah, to- you mentioned tornadoes, twisters, all these weird storms, thunderstorms. Uh, I mean, I mean, I went to South Carolina once years ago, playing some beautiful, golf in Myrtle, Myrtle beautiful, Beach. Beautiful spot. Uh, it's it's nice, right? having a good time. But they had a thunderstorm down there. Uh, I I swear to God, I'm, uh, the round's over. We start the rain, so we had to end early. I'm going to the car, putting my clubs in the car, and there was a crack of thunder. I thought, oh, I mean, I always dove under the car. That felt like that crack of thunder was right on top of my head. And he was like, "Damn, that was loud." <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I went I went down there, too. I've been to 
South Carolina one's beautiful, Char- like Charleston, like one of the prettiest cities that I've ever been to. And I spent some time at Augusta, George. The best, uh, be- probably the best sports reporting gig I ever got was about, uh, you know, uh, I guess it would have been yeah, almost like 15 to 17 years ago, went down to uh, the Masters and got to cover that there for a co- uh, like a radio station, television station. It was so much fun. But you're right, like the weather down south, those storms, it's, uh, it's, it's scary stuff. Once the lightning and thunder gets in there, it's a, it's a different world. So where are you and uh, uh, Joe the Fish Galena breaking down some baseball today? I know uh, there's a lot of other things going on. We have the second day of March Madness. Things went really, really well for my bracket. A lot of the big names uh, move on. Cinderella stories, uh, you know, not, not so much. Ja Morant, the the probably the second uh, overall player in the and going to be in the NBA draft behind uh, uh, Zion Williamson of Duke. His team got bounced by Florida State and it's interesting, you know, jo- uh, we talk about this all the time, uh, George and hockey too, like these publicly bet teams. Like I went the other way with Florida State and everyone's like, oh, Murray State, Murray State, what a sleeper. These guys lost the game by like 30 points and then we talk about our hockey uh, hockey bets yesterday, which we'll go through the board again and some DFS. My blue stack worked out. Going contrary is the way to go. George, Edmonton lose is to Ottawa. They're the one of the biggest dogs in in the in the world, and uh, the Leafs lose to the Rangers as one of the biggest favorites, if not the uh, on the board today. Like, actually, like it's nuts. It, it seems like every single day now down the stretch. If you got the kahunas, if you got guys, if you got the balls to do it, it's it's a bit of a risk. But some of these plus three fifty dogs are coming in, George. It's nuts. Like you can't bet teams that are just coasting, and you also have to look for scenarios. It's kind of like Toronto doesn't want to play Boston, so we're going to maneuver here and here. Like it's very very uh, delicate to sledding as we're going down to the end of the season in these leagues. Yeah, it is. It's it's a fun time of the season for hockey. Uh, but you're right. It's it's amazing how some of these teams that need to win can't win. They just can't win for whatever reason it might be. They can't. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know the pressure's getting to them, whatever it might be. Uh, you got a little lucky in that St. Louis game last night. There was a uh, – Tampa Bay tied the game up with about five minutes left, but the, uh, the goal ended up being called back for offsides, and it was. Hey, three, it all, it, 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 all they check is the final score, George, when you meet the man right. on Sunday. <laughs> he doesn't – I love that excuse. Oh, well, you know my horse won the race, but he got disqualified. He's like, no. There's the number. This is the hey, the number. <laughs> don't care. That's don't the care. The, I don't care about your sob story. I know it's like, buddy. I don't care when he posts your hit. Doesn't matter. I don't. I don't care. Don't care if the ref <laughs> blew a call. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Paid the man. They were up three nothing in that game too, right? So I was thinking. Yes. It's funny. I, I was actually going to text you earlier, and I, I don't do. That I was going to text like, you I, too. Uh, I was going to go, hey George, how about those blues or whatever? And then I'm thinking. This is Tampa Bay they're playing. This is not, you know, uh, Edmonton or any other team in the league like that. You know, so I'm thinking, I think I'm not going to. And then I see 3-1, 3-2. I'm like, oh, God, here here comes Tampa Bay. And that's how good Tampa is, right? Like, we talked about it yesterday. These guys, they, they play their D game, and they could still almost win. That's, that's the crazy thing. Like, these guys are absolutely scary. When they want to try and win, watch out. That's why I didn't text you, though, because when it was 3 nothing, I was about to go, hey, a great call, Cam. Then I'm like, you know what? I've seen this story before with uh, yep. with Tampa Bay. Detroit was been, beating them 3 nothing, and they came back and beat them 6-3 right. or 6-4. to four, That's what I mean. A, a couple times we've we seen them the trail, then come back and win, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be a jinx. Not going to be a jinx. I came and gave him a congratulations. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to let it go. And uh, then I started watching the game. It was, good. It was a good game. Good, uh, fun game to watch there. But uh, it was. And we were right. We didn't, we didn't take Vegas. When we said yesterday, you're giving up too much juice there. What was it 425 offhand was that thing? And Vegas yep. lost. 
3-2 in overtime or 4-3, one of those two, uh, to uh, Detroit. So it was a That's, weird I said I, I almost I, I almost bet Detroit. <laughs> you t- like I, but I, I heard your voice. I'm like, don't do it, Cam. Don't do it. I told you. They're like, what is it? What are they playing for? That's the thing. Like you look at these teams and kind of the luster. They, they've had they've had you know the night in the playoffs and they're waiting there. They don't care about a regular season game with the Detroit Red Wings. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter in the whole scope. It's about how do we deal with San Jose? How do we deal with the you know the good teams in the Western Conference? So these are angles I think we're going to be attacking today, George. I know you're a huge 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 knowledgeable baseball fan or baseball writer, baseball uh, savant. You know things. And I thought, hey, since the season's starting on Thursday and this is the last day b- before, I think we're going to go through look at some sports books. I know we went through the closers. Maybe we'll go through. AL pennant, NL pennant, uh, divisions, a couple things. We can go through, get your opinions. You know, we don't have to pick every one. We could just say what we like going in. Regular season win totals we talked about before. I know we did the closing stats, but uh, a couple of these sports book have a few nice uh, props, which you're a big fan of. We can go through because uh, by the time we talk to each other next weekend, the season's already started. So maybe we can put some uh, good bets and tickets in people's pockets uh, leading into the season on Thursday. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Hey, we all need money. How was your wife's wine party last night? Uh, did you have a good time? Uh, as far as I know, I was sleeping. So <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping. And... It's, it's good good for you. Good for you. I wish, damn, I wish I was your neighbor, George. I could really go for a home-cooked meal. Your wife's a good cook today. I don't want to do, like, some, like, craft dinner crap. I, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to just take so damn long after the show. I want to whip up something, but usually take a nap or something afterwards. You know what I mean? It would be nice to have a home-cooked meal every now and then and not order out. But, but I digress. Well, did you see I ordered this, out uh, yesterday. Uh, did you? What did you have? Uh, chicken chicken parm. Uh, oh, chicken par- Oh, I love chicken, chicken parm, man. It's rigatoni. That was good. That was That's really the one good. thing about New York, and you guys have it. Like we're known, like for like even when we go up to like the Buffalo area, I notice something. Like the Northeast people don't understand this, and I talk about this with Gabe all the time. We have the best food, like in that region, like New York State for pizza, for pasta, chicken parm, all that stuff. You go to Buffalo, you can't get a bad meal there. I go to Vegas, God, their food's horrible there. Like, these guys can't even make eggs properly. I don't know what it is. It's something about the water, I think. But when I travel, I'm like, God, man, like, I ordered chicken wings. They're horrible. Like, we, we're very, very lucky. I know we get the the cold winters and the, the cold snaps. But when it comes to cuisine, we're in a good area for quality. Yeah, everybody says the same thing, though. You, you said earlier, the water. People believe it's the water that's the difference with yeah. uh I guess food here in the Northeast. Whatever it is, I'll take it. I've, uh, I, I enjoy it. I had my chicken parm. No idea what I'm going to have today, but uh, yeah, chicken parm was yesterday, and chicken parm was good, man. It's good. It took me a while. Oh, by the way, you know, you. Uh, I think on the Tuesday we were talking. Uh, you, Gabe, and I were talking about uh, fast food places. So after the uh, after our show yesterday, I was hungry, you know, and I went out. And did we talk about Jersey Mike subs? Yeah, Jersey Mike, a, a, a sub above is their trademark. All right, so I, I went there because the first time, yep. it's only about a mile or two away from that. So I went there, and I, I remember thinking purely because, I th- you know what, I think we voted this one as a better sub place over the other sub place. Mike, I'll go there. Yeah. That place is a ripoff. All right, for a decent-sized sandwich, it was $16. $16? I'm not kidding. Sub? It was oh, it was fifteen twenty five I think it was I'm like, I was like get I don't care I, I don't care if they make it with gold that's that's <laughs> I'm not paying sixteen dollars for a sub yeah oh, I walked wow. out yeah well, I guess there's no way I was it. paying that. You're right, George. It's one of those things like, uh, uh, you know, we'll get into the sports later after our cuisine couple minutes here, but it's like Five Guys Burgers. I, I, like, I walk in oh, for a burger, 
bur- a burger place, I'm not paying twenty dollars for a burger combo. I'll get a steak. There's a there's there's a restaurant in a strip mall by my house. It's called Chuck's Roadhouse. I'm not gonna say if it's a good sports bar. It's pretty bad. They only have a couple TVs. You can't get rare games. Like if we asked for Blues Lightning last night, they wouldn't have had it. They'll just have the Leaf game, you know, a Montreal game. They might have MSG. Might get a Ranger Islander game or whatever. But like finding those Dallas Stars games and stuff, that's not happening. But so you they don't have steak the and a lob. Yeah, but you got to stay. Yeah, you got to steak and a lobster tail for twenty five bucks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I can't get a sub for twenty bucks. And and afterwards, the, the, they got a pound wings. And after nine o'clock, appetizer menu fifty percent off, six bucks for wings. That's more like it. That's the way I yeah, like to I, roll. I same here, same here. But uh, yeah, that's the best. You just walked out. <laughs> twenty bucks for a sub. Meow. Oh, I look I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, the one that was for nine was too small. I was still going to be hungry. I'm like, I, I can just go to my. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't think Uncle Giuseppe's is uh is. Around or everywhere, it's just I think it's a Long Island thing. But I can go to an Uncle Giuseppe's, which is like a uh, it has everything uh, at the deli. You can get anything from the deli. But I can get a roast beef sandwich there for nine bucks. It's a good size, you know, and I'll be satisfied. Uh, I'm like this. It's a little further away, sure. And I didn't go there because I didn't want to travel. I ended up just going home, but uh, and getting my chicken parm. But uh, I mean, I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying that price. No, this, this, that's crazy here. Uh, I'd much rather go uh, spend, go you know travel a little further and get a better sandwich anyway. So uh, not going there again. Nope, not not at that price. That's the thing. That's why I stopped even going to like places like McDonald's. I'm looking at the combo. I'm like, I'm not paying fourteen dollars for for fast food. It's stupid. I can, I go to I can go to a sit down restaurant and pay the same price and get like a real big ass banquet burger, fries, and everything. So yeah, maybe that's a good thing because uh, for my health, I shouldn't be eating those type of things. Well, Georgia, we got a couple uh, games earlier. I want to talk a little bit about baseball with you after the break. Uh, the Degrom story saying there's been some like snafus, some snags with the with the extended contract there. Also, these uh, basketball games. The first game, everybody for you guys betting on NCAA Madness twelve ten. We got. Iowa from the Big Ten, Tennessee from the SEC. Tennessee lined open at eight, down to seven and a half. Tennessee, seven and a half point favorites, minus 400 on the money line. Iowa plus 315, total 154. That'll get us going into March Madness today. And I, know, I saw also, I saw an Antonio Brown story, George. I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I'm, I really dislike this guy. Like, it's starting to get to a point of like, and I'm not even a Bills fan. Did you see that thing on Twitter where he has a picture like thumbs down to the Bills and like thumbs up to the Raiders? type of thing like this guy's a complete jackass like and honestly I, I i would i wish the buffalo bills were playing the raiders this year <laughs> just if i was one of those dbs i just like light light this guy up i am so done like you already made your move or whatever why are you like trolling the bills still like he just he first he ripped their city he ripped their town he ripped their team and and then and now he's doing it on twitter and instagram the guy's a real jerk off i hate this guy like i'm i'm really getting upset at this stuff like you're a grown man playing for another team like relax just worry about the raiders i agree with you i 100 agree with you why you're on the raiders now why are you you know, putting down another organization. Why are you doing it? All right, you didn't want to go there. Fine. And we all have. Uh, you have your right uh, to not want to play somewhere. I have no issue with that. Uh, but why still putting them down? There's no reason to do it. There's just no reason to do it. So yeah, I think that's silly. Yeah, that just tells you what kind of guy he is, right? Like that's the thing. You you, you go to this team. Oh, me. The first thing he said. Oh, me and already me and Derek Carr have a better relationship that I had with Big Ben. Okay, you go to the facility, whatever, and, and and then you have a pitcher like mocking mocking Buffalo. Like it's just one of those things. Like this guy, he's just he's insatiable. He can't get enough. And uh, I don't mind a little bit of an athlete being flamboyant. They talk about receivers that are that way, but honestly, to to, to continue to act like this after the saga, it's just unbelievable, man. Like. 
I hate to Let say it, go. Coach, like, uh, Let I it just, go. That's the thing. Like, like, that's, I don't understand this guy. Like, and, and to, to rip an organization that ju- just wanted to pick you up and to, to make fun of the city. And, and I just think, I think it's real low. It's a real low class, low brow move. And uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say I wish like a person to get hurt, but I kind of wish like, like he doesn't have a good season. Like I just, after all this crap, I hope, you know, like he just doesn't catch any balls. I hope there's infighting on the Raiders because I'm so sick and tired of this guy's act. It's ridiculous. That that's my take on it, George, and I, I think he's an absolute child. I agree. He's, he's, he's somebody who seems to have to want to get into the news. You know, they hear his name out there. I think the same thing with Jose Canseco after jo, you know, J-Lo and A-Rod got married saying, oh, yeah. give me a call, J-Lo. Here's my number. I'll tell you about the real A-Rod. Why are you yeah. getting involved in this? Shut the hell up. That's the best. You know how many women he was with, or what? <laughs> it's just like, and and you do it now. Okay, that's that, yeah. You're 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 so right. It's such it's so tasteless, it's so weak. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. You know, this guy's doing a lot of chirping. We'll see what happens uh, when the season starts. If uh, you know, we talk about the Raiders too. They pick up. Uh, you know what, George? I, the more I think about it, the players they have is better. But look at the guys they have on their team. Vontez Perfect, one of the most f- fine players in NFL history, and Antonio Brown. I can tell you one that thing. That should go well, It's huh? not going to end well. It's not ending well. Karma, it's not karma. Like, I'll look at their wins total. I don't care about the players now. With all those egos on that team, I might just take the wins under just to spite them. Weekend Fantasy Update, me and Kurt's coming right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. When the... Thank you very much, Sean Angle, keeping us on the air. I'm Cam Stewart, along with my buddy George Kurtz, Long Island Rage. I'm in Toronto, he's in Long Island. And the Prince in the New York studio getting ready for another day of action. George will go through the whole board, too. Nice uh, more afternoon games in hockey. The NCAA tournament commences. Baseball right around the corner. It's becoming my favorite year once we slip into April when all these things uh, get together. And then the Masters is sandwiched in between. That's probably uh, at hockey playoffs, man. This is going to be, uh, yeah, April, it rocks. A couple more weeks and we're really going to be flying. Oh, I mean, you mentioned hockey playoffs starts in, what, two weeks? It's about two and yep. a half weeks, but, but usually the Wednesday after the uh, season yep. ends. Season ends next uh, into, uh, two weeks from yesterday. So uh, we got hockey playoffs, you got opening day, you got the, the tournament going here. I mean, it's an exciting time. You got you know, the NFL draft a few weeks after that. You know, and, and, uh, it's, a, it's a fun time. It truly is a fun time. We'll get the NFL schedule coming out as well, which is always interesting uh, to see who's playing who when. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's really... 
you know, now that February and March is over, once the Super Bowl is over, I, you know, I think it's a sort of a, a dull time in sports. It, dead time. Yeah. yeah, it's a dead time. Right? And, and now that's when now the local uh, bookies, you know, you know, it's a dead time when they go on vacation. Like the guy t- tells me, like that's their <laughs> basically what the what they do. It used to it used to be the meaning like after the Super Bowl type of thing. It's like when they all get together and go like away for a couple weeks. Okay, busy sports time. And the other time, I guess it's pretty light. Would be, I think the only other night they say in the sports calendar where there's like no real games would be like the the night of like the home run derby that time time of year is like there's oh, yeah. no, nothing going on there that's literally because there's only are, baseball that's it that's the thing that's their vacation like there's no like baseball board he told me after the super bowl you go away baseball home run derby they go, they go away that's uh, yeah so if you're looking for your bookie that's when uh that's what that's when to get out of t- he's out of town that weekend if you need to flee <laughs> get, get, go away yeah so uh Fish store and you, you guys were you guys talking about the NL East or uh, what, what was on the agenda today, uh, uh, George? In the earlier uh, hours with uh, with with our famous uh, friend Joe Galina, friend of all things uh, fish and salmon and uh, seafood. Then yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Uh, it was big on the National League East today. We covered all the teams there. We didn't really go over Miami as much because let's face it, there's not much yeah, there. Miami pass. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. See, see sorry. Other. <laughs> but it, it was an old baseball show today. And speaking of the National League East, uh, the Braves sent down Adam Duvall today, and uh, along with to a to a boy. Tuki to Swant as well, one of their top prospects, uh, pitching prospects there. Oh yeah, to so Swant, Duvall, that, that pitcher, right? No, to he's Swant, a. Yeah. He he's was drafted some leagues. I like, saw him drafted. Yeah, he's, he's one of their better prospects. Yeah. But didn't make the team. And uh, Adam Duvall, all those home runs are going away. The thing about Duvall is uh, he's just one of those guys, you know, he's probably worth a flyer some of the times. But he'll strike out a, a, a ton of times, but he'll also go deep. Like, he, he's an all-or-nothing type of player, kind of like, you know, a big Adam Dunn back in the day, right? Just lots of power, but he, he K's a lot. But, you know, he's not a very good defensive player. He's an outfielder. I mean, who's he going to play yeah. over? He's not going to play over a Cooper in Ciarte or Marquecas. Uh Not yeah. going to play first base over Freddie Freeman. So he's uh, he's a DH guy. He's really a DH guy. And uh, maybe he needs to go to the American League there and help some team. Uh, probably, a, probably a, you know, not the greatest of teams. You know, go to Seattle or someone like that. Uh, Second-tier second team, third-tier team, and help them out. But uh, as I said, sent down to the minors and no place for Adam Duvall. Shame. <laughs> what do you make of this uh, DeGrom story that kind of came out? You're talking about, uh, you know, worried about this contract extension and things like that. Like the Mets, they, they got to get this thing done. They got a really uh, nice rotation cookie. He's, he, DeGrom basically saying he's losing optimism about the extension right now. He wanted to settle things up before the, the, the season started. And I thought, you know, and, and then also in his in his defense or what you're looking at, Sale got signed uh, uh, yesterday, uh, Verlander, all, the, all these big guys. Blake Snell last week when we were doing the update, right? So you're looking at these guys with new deals, um, the Severino, all the uh, like all the all the all these studs. So he's thinking, hey, I want a piece of the pie too. So he's getting a little bit worried there, uh, George. Well, it's it's apples and oranges. You can't compare them to any of those guys. Verlander and Sale were free agents at the end of the year. All right, so they were going to get signed, and they they made their money. And Snell and Severino, they took team friendly deals to uh, to get you know to. Give up some of their arbitration years, give up maybe a first year free agency in order to get money now. So that's that's the decision they made, and I don't blame them because once again, I think Snell really sold himself light. He really sold himself light. Several I agree. Apple, that's so. 
I remember my headline that day, and like Snell's like the 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 Tampa Bay Rays got a value play. Like like what was it? Uh, five and fifth, five years, fifty. That's a steal for Snell. The guy's amazing. Like that is it, he could have got more money. Of course he could if he wanted to wait a couple of years, but now he got the money now. What if he suffers? Yeah. I know tomorrow he blow, throws out his shoulder, and that's it. That's why I yeah, don't blame him for true. doing it. He's still got life-changing money, and he's guaranteed the $50 million. So This is not football where those contracts disappear. He's guaranteed it. So I don't blame him at all for doing that. Uh, the, with DeGrom, it's this. I, I find it hilarious. Remember, his agent, his former agent, is now a GM of the Mets. When, his, when the agent was uh, DeGrom's guy, oh, he, you know, it, it has to be a contract. I, he deserves a contract. Da, 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 everything else. Contract, 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 contract. Now that he's the GM, well, let's think about this. You know, let's let's hold off here. You know, then you know, they think about how a team looks at it. We've got him under control for two more years. There's no reason to give him a contract. There's just none. Not this year. You know, at this time next year, yes, that's when you talk about it because he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. He's pretty much got to do it again. He's 31, 32 at the end of the year, at the end of the, uh, the, this current contract. He's not getting a five-year deal. At least I don't think so. He's probably going to sell for three, four years. at probably good money. You know, I think the only reason the Mets would give him a deal earlier – is to force the goodwill, force the goodwill. You know, but the team realizes they're going to pay our own of, players I, here. I, I, George, you you know hello, you know more more than me, like being in the area and you know the nuances. But I I, I kind of see where you're going, and I, I when I look at goodwill, I think it's something that they need they need to do with him that, with that rotation because you know if you wait till free agency, he's going to bolt. If you do something like when you say, hey man, you know this is what I want to do, can we come to terms with something? He'll just say, well, sorry. Especially you know if he pitches well, no injuries too. He's this guy. Teams are going to be licking their chops to get a guy like uh, Degrom in the lineup. There, it's almost worthy of the Mets. I think to take a little bit of a gamble and say, you know what, we're going to lock this guy in. We got Syndergaard and Wheeler too. We we like our rotation. Like I said, the thing is this: he's not young. I don't. Looking at this, probably no, not. He's not young. He, he's probably teams are going to go bananas for him. Uh, well, Verlander only signed a two-year deal. Anyway, Verlander only signed yeah, that's a two-year. That, that's a that's a brilliant deal too. Two years is a right. perfect amount of time. He got two years and the most money. You know, sixty-six million. He got thirty-three yes. a year. So Verlander did, you know, took a, a smaller contract for more money, you know. So that's going to work yeah. out very well for him. Degrom, yeah, it all comes down to age with him, and he uh, he hasn't had the career Verlander's had either. Uh, Degrom is going to be 31 years old in June, which means he'll be 32, pretty much almost 33 when he's a free agent. That's that's the issue here. So if he's going to want a five-year deal, it's not going to happen. No one's going to sign until he's 38 years old. I find it unlikely because you're going to have to give him minimum 150. Right, so it'll be minimum. It'll be thirty million a year. So it'll be thirty-one fifty. I would think that's the minimum. You know, he Maybe you could Maybe do he's... some creative accounting, like they did. Like you know how how you work out that Mike, Mike Trout deal and the other deals we talk about. That seems very like you know what I mean. You make one year. Like can you go top heavy here? Here, like there's a lot of smart people, math people that can go. Okay, we could do this. But I absolutely agree with you. I would probably if he, if he's going to be thirty-two, I'd probably want. I'd, I'd say maximum. What are you thinking? Thirty-five, thirty-six year olds. I don't want to go probably over that that's that, that's when we get into really risky territory i'm thinking so four-year deal listen i think the mess will certainly talk deal with him next year if he has another big year this year i'm not talking the year he had last year that that might have been a career year for anybody that he'll never be able to beat that but if he has another good year this year the mess will talk about it one year from now when he has one year left on his contract just like verlander just signed and sale just signed then he'd be in that category he wouldn't be apples and oranges anymore but it would be silly for the mets really to give him that that kind of contract unless you want to force the goodwill and there's something to be said for that there is something to be said for that. But unless you want, you know, why yeah. do it now? He's got two years left. What if he gets hurt this year? 
You know, he blows down his elbow, blows down his shoulder. It's, <laughs> it's not it, like he's it broke, by the way. He's, he's getting $17 million a year in the arbitration. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's not like uh, he's, you know, it's not, it's not like he's broke. Like he's getting $500,000. He's making $17 million. So I don't think the Mets have to apologize for anything. But if you want to say that signing it would be, you know, you signed the five years. Let's say you give him the same exact contract as uh, Sale. You know, five years, 145. If you want to tell me that uh, they'll do that and that would force the goodwill and make everybody feel, I don't have an issue with that either. But I do see this from the Mets' point of view here. And I'll be honest with you, the way the Will Pond spend money and they don't spend it, they're not giving them the contract. Not until they have to. Yeah. That's why that's just not going to happen. Tight, tight. Yeah, they are. He's like the guy, your buddy, your buddy, when the bill comes at the restaurant, you see you see the cobwebs on the wall. Alligator the arms. Yeah, I'll get you next time. I'll get you. I hate that. I got one buddy who's a real tight wad, too. It's funny. Like, I'm very cheap at the grocery store. Like, I will scan and plow through flyers to save, you know, a pound and a half on a roast or chicken breast, you know, $50 here, $50 there. But when it comes out, when I'm going out for the night, George, I'm like, bring it. Like, if I'm going to a sporting event, Bring some money. Don't be a tight ass. Don't make your buddy pick up every round or the food and everything like that. Everybody's got a, like a deadbeat buddy who like skips off, uh, you know, at the meal. Those are people I don't really want to hang around with as much anymore, too. And you get older, you're like, beat it. <laughs> and the Mets are that guy. You know, the Mets for our yeah, team. The Mets, are the, money. the Mets are that guy. <laughs> you know, they are that, that <laughs> SNY crazy. makes money hand over fist there. They have money, but they, they don't want to do. spend it. They don't want to spend it like they the do. other teams do. It's why they sometimes are where they are. Like I said, I, I could go either way here, but I do see the team's point of view here about why they're not signing him. It's, it, I know the fans are going to say, oh, Verlander signed, sales signed. That's not the same thing. They only had one year left. You don't, yeah. you don't, like, as you just said, you don't want them get, becoming a free agent because then you get everybody else coming. You know, and that's everybody. I can guarantee you one thing, George. If he comes as a free agent, he's not going to be a man. That, that's, that's fact. That's the thing. It's not happening. Uh, every, Everybody always compl- uh, says, oh, you know, here's all the time in all sports, by the way. Oh, if you don't sign me now, I'm not signing with you. That's all bullshit. Because what? guess what? When the mo- money talks, <laughs> you know, if they offer you the most money, you're signing. You know, they, like I said, the Mets offered, you know, five years, 150, even if the guy was pissed off now, which he probably is. Because they, they promise and they talk about it. I don't even know if they've done that. So even if the guy was so pissed off and he's thinking right now, I'll never sign with this team. Next March, the Mets over five, 150, he's signing with the team. Because once again, his agent will even tell him, you know, you wait another year, you might yeah. get hurt. You're not going to get anything. What if you have a bad year? You won't get that country. You are 32 years old. Take the money now. That's what will happen here, guaranteed. So, uh, like I said, you can't compare him to Sale and Verlander. It's just not the same thing. Does yeah, he deserve to get oranges, paid? Right. It is. Does he deserve to get paid? You know, he's only had two big years. Yes. I, I don't know. He's, only, yeah. he's, he's had nowhere near the career of Sale and Verlander. He's just not the same person. Remember, he started no. late. No, you know he's only had he's yeah. only had two years pitching more than two hundred innings. You think about that. It's you know, and one year it was a three point five three year already. He had a, a great year last year, absolutely great. He has another great one this year. He'll get paid. He will get paid, but he's going to have to wait a little bit. Well, George, we got a caller, uh, uh, Nithin from New Jersey, wants to uh, chat. A uh, Prince uh, Sean, is he still there? Nithin wants to uh, chat. What's up, uh, Nithin? Are you there, buddy? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? doing? Hey, how you doing? Good afternoon. Happy man. Sunday to you, Nathan. Hey, uh, hey, George. Let me, let me. Uh, as a Cowboy fan, also, man, how, what do you like about the Randall Cobb signing and uh, the guy from yesterday, the safety, George Ioka? 
Uh, as far as Randall Cobb's concerned, uh, I like Randall Cobb. Uh, I'm not a big – I was never a really a big Beasley guy. He wasn't very good running after the catch. Yeah. He can only run certain routes. Cobb can run all yeah. the routes. If him and yeah, uh, Prescott can get on the same page, Cobb would be a better player. As far as George – You get him for cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, five, five million a year. You'll take that. As far as George Ioloka, I don't know how much better he is than Heath. Uh, he has trouble in space as well. He's a big run uh, stuffer. He'll he'll help you with uh, as far as Saquon Barkley is concerned, it. Darius Geis. But uh, stopping the pass is going to be an issue. Here's the one thing, though. Uh, we, lo- we, lo- we love these Boise State players, man. Jerry Jones always loved these Boise State. He got- that guy's from Boise State, I heard. Uh, he does like it's these Boise good State players. Play. It's a great point, Nathan. Yeah, Boise State, too, though. But when I look, well, look at Van Der Esch, right? Uh, what about all these other guys? Like, Boise State is one of those schools, George. Like, it's weird. When you really break it down, they have very few busts. Like in the NFL, yeah. and like when you get a Boise State guy late, he seems to be very good. It's just, it's 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 interesting. Like the program really got when they got elevated when they won that crazy bowl game versus Soups in Oklahoma. That put Boise State kind of on the map. We knew who they were, but then they became like an upper echelon school. It's kind of like Gonzaga in basketball. You expect them to be there now, but they've regressed a little bit. But the players, the players that they come out in the and the guys, especially I found now the, the defensive players from Boise State, they do a hell of a job. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, with the Demarcus Lawrence and Tyron Crawford, uh, yeah. So, but uh, so as a Cowboy fan, I love what we're doing right now. And then uh, to the March Madness, real quick, uh, man, I, I'm uh, luckily I made five brackets because I had Murray State in one of my brackets going to the Final Four, but they messed me up last night. So uh, that's gone. Yeah, neither did I. I had a great run. I just called my bu- I called my buddy Billy the doorman, and uh, we went perfect yet yesterday. Other than that Maryland game, which I uh, was on the air with George, and they ended up covering the three and a half yeah. late. They lost on that last second buzzer beater. But yeah, we had Auburn, Purdue going on and stuff like that, George. So uh, in the pool, George, I think we're in uh, like third place right now out of like a hundred and something, and the winning team gets a, a few grand. So. We need we need Virginia to go deep. We're like the only team that has Virginia like going to the yeah. finals. So everyone else yeah, has so Duke I mean, and like, everything. So yeah, I made, I made like five brackets. Yeah, luckily I made five five brackets, and I'm still alive in most of the brackets. But Murray State let me down. I had him in the final four because I thought that, that they were that good. But uh, I mean, they ran into uh, a, a tough shooting night last night against Florida yeah. State, and they could they couldn't also, do anything else. Also, also Nathan. You can't rely on one guy. It's like yeah. basketball is one of those sports. Like John Morant is your best player, but nobody else scores. So yeah. like nobody else can step up in that game. And also another thing, watch out for this. I know it's kind of a crazy angle. Florida State's uh, uh, star, Colfer, uh, there was a death in his family, and it, it yeah. really rocked him. Like, the players were saying, you know, he was crying, and they have a real, like, team bonding session and stuff, and that can galvanize a team. Watch out for yeah. Florida State. Like, they, the whole yeah, they world can. was on Murray State, too. I looked at the odds, and, and nobody was betting Florida State. That's why I smashed them. Uh, uh, too many people were on uh, Murray State. Watch out for the Seminoles, man. They're a really, really good team. It would not shock me if they went to the Final Four. Yeah, the biggest uh, sorry, uh, you were going to say something? No, I'm good, Nathan. You, you Final word to you, buddy, and I'll give you a yeah, pick, so, too. Yeah, sorry. My, the biggest disappointment to me was Villanova yesterday. They didn't do anything last night. They couldn't shoot the ball. They couldn't defend the basket. Purdue was, like, uh, Purdue, uh, was playing like uh, the Golden State Warriors to me a little bit last night. They kept getting easy shots, and they went to the ba- basket easily. And I don't know what uh, Villanova was trying to do, and that messed me up, too. So I feel like, uh, I mean, this is what I love about March Madness, by the way. Anything can happen and all these upsets. But Purdue looks, Purdue is legit, by the way. I watch out for Purdue also. They are. They're, they, they, they they're can, better than uh, I thought. Yeah. So, uh, and then I got one Yankee point. Is that okay real quick? 
Uh, we're going to be uh, yeah, quick, quick, rapid fire. So real quick, Nathan, we're going to take a break soon. Um, so do you, do you think the Yan- uh, with the pitching concerns for starting rotation, do you think the Yankees at some point, I mean, obviously we got Gio Gonzalez, but do you think at some point like before the trade deadline we'll trade for a pitcher? Thanks for the call, Nathan. Take it away, George. What do you think, buddy? What do they picked up Gonzalez, but what else could they do here? Well, I think they'd thanks, like thanks, to, buddy. sure. But what... Take Tennessee, too. Take Tennessee minus seven and a half. Continue, George. Sorry. I think they'd like to, but what uh, what pitcher's going to be out there to grab? I mean, you got to see what teams fall out of it exactly. and see if a pitcher becomes out there. The Yankees would certainly uh, enjoy it. Uh, Severino back May. CeCe's back there later in uh, April. Paxton, Happ. I mean, they still really like to improve that position here, but you don't know who's going to become available. So, yes, they'd like to, but who they're going to get is really still up in the air. Yeah, I don't know who they're going to get either. It's a, it, They'll be okay, George. As you mentioned before, great schedule to start off the season. That'll soften the blow. It's not like they're coming out of the gate versus the Red Sox, which is huge. They could beat up on the lesser lights, the crappiest teams in the league, and they'll be all right. I'm Cam Stewart. He's Colonel Kurtz. Attention! It's Red Heat and Rage Radio. It's a weekend fantasy update. It's everything you want it to be. Take it to Tennessee. Minus seven and a half. Back with more picks later. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Crazy trade. Thank you very much there, Sean. Welcome back to the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Hoover, along with George Kurtz, talking a little baseball. How'd your daughter do, George? Is she uh, is she okay? The sleepover, every, everything's good? The, you ch- you checking her? It's all, all systems go? <laughs> Apparently, she did just text my wife asking. <laughs> and she texts my wife, Where, are you making lunch? Where's the food? You know, apparently uh, that's what that's what she's worried about. She's still there. She hasn't come home yet. And my youngest woke up uh, right before I think right before we started. Uh, she's awake too. So you live uh, an interesting life, George. It's something that's we're you very have it's no interesting. No idea. I, I, I don't. I wake up alone, like starfished in my bed. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. I you know, grab like five cups of coffee. You got kids playing in the other room and stuff. The wife, hey, how you doing? Like, yeah, it's just uh, uh, basically uh, two contrasting uh, lifestyles there. Very, very. very You'll you'll be jealous, by the way. She's making salmon right now. (laughs) Oh, she's making salmon. Yeah, it's always why I want to go on that show like Wife Swap. You go on wife swap, right? Like you're like a vegetarian family. Then you go to a guy who like basically like, you know, raises cattle and stuff like that. And poof, poof, like fireworks will fly. Yeah. Oh, salmon. Delicious. Very, very good for you, salmon. Uh, George, high in omega-3s. Very good. It's good for your heart. Oh, yeah, she, she loves the salmon. The kids love the salmon, too. So they'll, they'll gobble that up. And uh, rice. We go through rice you're not here. A salmon. Like you believe. You got. Oh, you probably got a rice cooker then. One of those big, big ass ones. Yes. You just put it in. Yes, and just we do. Pumping it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's Filipino. Of course she does. Everybody does. My neighbors are all Filipino. Like these guys. These guys. Uh, yeah, you're right. A lot of rice. Less. But I find the pota- the potatoes are more the European thing. But uh, yeah, rice. They uh, just rice, 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 and more rice. Yeah, Asians love rice. Uh, I love my potato. I don't mind rice. Uh, I'm actually big on the rice aroni. I like the uh, rice aroni. A little flavor in my rice. Yeah, but I don't like mind flavor rice in it. Either. That's it. 
Yeah, it's okay. I I, I can't have it plain. Like I got to put a little soy sauce or something on it. Just it's a little too blah. You know what I'm you know you know what I'm saying there, George. It's not really. It doesn't really wake up. Uh, it doesn't enter flavor country. Just the white rice. It's kind of yeah. It's there. You know. Yeah, like I said I, I don't mind it. I'll have it, but I would prefer that. I like like some rice around, like little chicken rice. I enjoy that. Uh, I think it's a little tasty. My kids will gobble that up too. I see my kids gobble everything up. I mean, they're, they're like, yeah, like uh, you know, they're like a garburator like me. You're the one. You're you're the one with the picky palate, right? Yes, on the on the pain in the ass. Uh, gladly, as my wife well knows, everybody knows. I'm a pain in the ass. I only eat certain things, but uh, hey, it's the way I am. I, I make no excuses. You know, I, I don't deny it. I what happened? I was going to ask you with your draft. Uh, did you guys have your draft before the Scooter Jeanette news? Yes, all my drafts were, uh, as far as the uh, live drafts, were all completed before Scooter Jeanette. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, it could be twelve weeks. That's I like that guy. He was a great fill-in guy last year. He did he did some really good things. He very very streaky player, but uh, a lot of positives with him. Twelve weeks. That's three months, George. That's a, that's a long time. That's a big. Blow. That's brutal. That's brutal. I mean, that's a guy you're relying on. You got a decent round, and for power, could hit 20, uh, 8, 30 home runs. Wouldn't have shocked anyone yeah. in that uh, once again, small ballpark there. And now he's gone. Just gone. And it's before the season. This is what's so brutal. It's before the season starts. I mean, he didn't even, he didn't even get him once. He's gone three months. You know, and now you're struggling. If you didn't have a backup on your roster, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. You know, maybe your middle infielder is a, a second baseman, so you plug him in there, and you got to find the middle infielder. But it's rough. It's certainly rough here. And hey, you know, it's, it's you got to deal with it. The way I, I I look at it this way, you know, you can have injuries, and now you already have them before the season starts. It just puts you behind the eight ball right away, and it's, it's deflating. It's just deflating when you already have this. And they say they're not gonna they're not gonna go call up Senzel. You know, they said they were gonna send Senzel down, and they're not gonna call. You know, they're not gonna keep him. I shouldn't say call. Him. They're not gonna keep him. They're still gonna send them down, which lets you know that this is all about. They say, oh, we want to, you know, he's going to play center field for us, so we want to keep him in center field, yeah. even though he had played second base all of last year. This is all about service time manipulation. Because guess what's going to happen? In three weeks, he'll get called back up, and if the second baseman they use in the, at, right, at second base for the first call, couple weeks of the season isn't playing well, well, you know, we're going to play Senzo at second base after all because this guy sucked. It's pretty much what's going to happen here. It's, it's, all, it's all BS. Were you surprised uh, Ian Happ starting uh, the season in the minor leagues too? Like, I, 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 that's, what, what do you think about that? Uh, no, I was surprised. I know he's not happy. Used used that joke earlier. I'll, I'll beat that dead horse. <laughs> so he's not happy. He was, uh, no, I would be definitely happy complaining. either. <laughs> so yeah. they're gonna go with Almora, Hayward, and Schwarber in the outfield. I'm a little surprised because once again, I get once again. I, I'm sure Madden's thinking. Well, you know what? Zobers can play out, play out there if I need him. We got some other guys here. I got to open up a roster spot somewhere. But I'm sure Hat feels like, you know what? I have nothing left to prove in the minors. You don't want to use me? Trade me. That sort of thing there. <laughs> we know that's not going to happen. So, uh, listen, what are you going to do? It's really what are you going to do if you have? You have no choice. You have to go down. You're only 24 years old. You know, so it's not like anything. You can't make a stick of it. You're not going anywhere. Uh, it, you had an okay last year. You had a 233, 15 home runs, 40. It's not like your, your numbers say you should be in the majors. Uh, you probably should. As far as the overall team is constructed, sure, you can make an argument you're one of the top 25 players. But it, it's a numbers crunch thing. They have a player who's similar to you in Zobrist who can play all over the field as well. He can play second. He can play the outfield in a pinch. Uh, I think it's the Hayward thing that really – it's rough here. Hayward's eating up a spot that he probably shouldn't have, making all that money, and he's going to take a, a job that maybe Hap would be better at. But it's not like Hap is an all-star here. So, uh, I, you know, he could be as unhappy as he wants. It's not like you could say he deserves the job. 
just watching again too, George, just going through like uh, my, my my stuff here. That home run that Stanton had against Philadelphia, it's still flying. I I, I think it's in like uh, Chile. Like that? Did you did you see that thing? Oh my God! Like, the best is the fans are like by the trees and they're like looking. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get that one. <laughs> yeah, that one had a stupid was on a it. Huge home run, man. Yeah, that had a flight attendant. You might want to get your peanuts on that one. That was a long <laughs> flight. Uh, when it went when Stanton, when Judge, I mean, uh, Sanchez, oh, when they get a hold of one. <laughs> oh, I know. It's over. It's over. It's just how far is it going to go? That's really all it is. How far is it going to go? Yeah. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see, like, with the Yankee games in that stadium and that park, like, the over-unders we're going to get. That's the thing when we start betting when the season starts on Thursday, George. Like, it's not going to be like one of these like nine and a half. So I think we're 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 going to have like Coors Field. That's the thing about Coors too. It's interesting. Like they they kept on posting those really really high numbers, and then for a while the Rockies. I remember when Freeland was pitching a lot of like three to two games, and you know seven runs under the under. But these <laughs> Yankees are they're going to be a lot of twelve and a halfs. I wouldn't even be surprised. Like this is just my prediction. Like thirteens on the board. It used to be nine and a half, ten like over unders. But with these teams playing, man, huh? With the bats that they have, it's going to be like how does Vegas can't and New Jersey can't get schooled like that. They're going to have to post a bit big, big numbers for people to deter them because there's going to be a lot of overs in that ballpark. Once the once the sun starts shining, that ball's going to be flying. Yeah, that's the big thing. Once the weather warms up a little bit for uh, you know the Yankees open up on Thursday in uh, Yankee Stadium, high as 49, so it's going to be a little little chilly, a little chilly. And I think that's pretty much the same over the weekend. They think over oh, the weekend is also maybe the low 50s, but not all that much warmer. Sun will be there, but the, the warmth won't be, so the balls uh, won't fly as much. Not that the Yankees need much help. Once again, those guys get a hold of it. They're going out. Uh, so it should be an interesting weekend in the Bronx. But uh, there's always more runs being scored in, uh, in the summer than there is in the uh, spring. Once again, batters, sometimes pitchers are ahead of batters right now. Batters, a lot of batters don't like hitting in cold weather. So they don't feel those loose, don't get those swings going either here. And uh, pitching is usually ahead of hitting in the early part of the season. But you know what, Cam? I, I went through all the teams in baseball. I don't understand why baseball can't open up in warm weather warm weather and domed stadiums. It's 16-14. That's no. what, what it comes down to. You're, There's 16, you're right. 16 teams that play in cold weather, 14 teams that don't. So, yes, it's not perfect. But that means only one team would have to open up in cold weather each year. You could rotate it around the others. I mean, I just don't understand why baseball doesn't work this out. Where you're not you're not opening up. And Minnesota's at home. You know, Cleveland Yankees are at that's, home. That's, see, that's the, that's the thing. Like, you had to learn. Like, the thing is, it's not rocket science either, right? Like, you had to learn your lesson last year. And I remember, you know, I'm watching these games. I got the baseball package. Minnesota had I forget what it was at the start of the year, but other teams had like seven or eight games played more than them due to bad weather. Like postpone, postpone, postpone. It was snow. It was ice. It was crazy. Like you can't let these things happen again. Like why don't you learn? Okay, well we made a mistake. People are going to make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. But you know, the second, third time it's happening, fourth, fifth. Like after a while, you got to go put the brakes on here. We can't have the Minnesota Twins starting the damn season in Minnesota. It's just it makes absolutely no sense. And then and you saw the whole year they were playing catch up the whole period of time. Like you said it. Like there's got to be a way, George. You're a smart guy. You you and you said, listen, I take the teams. I figured it out. It's actually ludicrous because you 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 look at this and then the whole time because there's going to be other times during the season if there's thunder, lightning, or whatever, you're going to postpone. It's kind of like you're already behind the eight ball because uh, I could tell you this is going to happen. There's going to be a lot of postponements and Minnesota. They might be in this situation again. It's absolutely stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's not – you don't even need to be smart. It's just not that hard to figure out. 
I said 16 teams play in cold weather sites with, with no dome, so you want to avoid those as much as possible. 14 teams don't. I mean, I'm not saying the whole month of April you play around the 14 teams. I'm not saying that. But if you're going to start the season earlier, which they are, right? They're starting the season March 28th this year, all right? Even in the first week in April, it's still going to be freaking gold. But if you're going to start it earlier, it looks like they're not even trying. They're not even trying. I mean, they look at all the opening day stats. I mean, come on. This is not that difficult to figure out. And uh, just make it a week or two. And we at least give the, uh, the weather a chance. Because as you said it, all right, you're going to open up Minnesota or Yankee Stadium or Detroit, wherever the hell it is in the Northeast. You're going to have postponements. That's not good for anybody. Because no one wants to play doubleheaders, right? Because that, that's how you lose money. Because even if you split them up, you lose money. Blah, 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 blah. Not that I really truly care, but the, uh, that's what the owners are thinking. So you don't want to play doubleheaders. But you're going to play doubleheaders if you keep playing in cold weather because these games are going to be canceled because it's too cold or it's rainy or a combination of both or it's snowing for crying out loud it just doesn't make sense plus even if you play through it you think fans want to go see through baseball when it's 38 degrees at night exactly. no one wants to see baseball it's different for degrees. us here with the dome the rogers center is a dump but it's a dome right so it's a whole different stadium but i, I remember at exhibition stadium when i went there we had blizzards well when the white Sox came in we were kids it was, it was blizzards like there's nobody there, and this is like a new like a a, a new team. It's, hey, yeah, we're, we've only been around for a bit. People checking out baseball. No, it, the place is empty. It's a friggin' blizzard when, when when you're when these guys are playing. George, it's absolutely stupid, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't get it either. It makes absolutely no sense to me. But you know, uh, yeah, it's kind of like the NHL guys. We talk about it. You get drunk at a strip club. You put things together and uh, on the napkins. Okay, here's a schedule, and then, uh, and the playoffs is. I, I will say this though. I don't know what's stupid. Or the baseball doing that, or the or, or the playoff system in hockey, it's it's an absolute gong show too. Imagine if it's, say say Vegas and San Jose are like some of these teams meet each other in the like two wicked teams that could win the cup playing each other in the first round. Like they got to change that too. It's it, it's a gong show. We're getting smarter as people. Like can't we just figure this stuff out? The, the things like that should not be happening now. Like you want to get more people involved in your game, you can't do Mickey Mouse stuff like that. No, you can't. I mean, uh, on uh, opening day is March, uh, Thursday, March 28th. Yankees, Washington, Philadelphia, uh, yep. Minnesota, Cincinnati, Kansas City, all open at home. I mean, why? Why? You know, the next day, if you're worrying about the other teams, nobody gets added to that. So it's just those teams. Why are you doing that? You know, I, I, I just don't understand it. Why are you having teams like, you know, Atlanta on the road? It's really Atlanta, Philadelphia. It's even a division game. Open Atlanta. I mean, why? <laughs> why is Arizona That's opening on the point. road? Houston on the road. You know, the Angels on the road. You go through this over and over again. These are warm weather sites where you could easily, it just makes more sense to open at home. It's just, I just don't, I said, I'm not saying the whole month of April here. Wait, okay, maybe that's that's too much, but two weeks? Really, two weeks? Does it make a difference? It would be better for the fans. It would be better for the game itself. Because as much as the fans don't want to play in, uh, don't want to watch games in 38 degrees, do you think the players want to play in 38 degrees? There's a reason why we call baseball it's the true. boys of summer. Yeah, ba- baseball is hard enough too. And you you know when you get when you don't hit balls in like the sweet spot and stuff when it's cold, zzz, the way it wrings your hands and stuff like get that. Get those bees, man. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, brother. Like that's the thing. Like I I would have to believe there would be more like injuries with stuff like that or things that could happen to your extremities. A hell of a lot more in, in, in with those type of situations. You know, it's like it's, it's it's not good. You get a 90, 95 mile an hour fastball off your fingers in the cold rather than the heat. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt even more, George. It's gonna kill. Like it kills before, but intensify that with cold. Not cool. It's not good. Well, so, this is not rocket science. This is not hard to do. Not hard at all. 
So I, I just yeah. don't understand it. The only thing I can think of is that the teams, you know, teams like the Yankees or Washington would complain, oh, no, we don't want to open up on the road each and every year. But I think that's, once again, I understand you'd be at a little bit of a competitive disadvantage. But you know what? Generally, Yankees, Boston, Boston would open on the road as well. You know, only Tampa Bay and Toronto and the American League East would open at home under this scenario. You know, yeah. Baltimore were also open on the road. So I don't know if I'm just all that – I'm just not all that worried about it. You've got to play Tampa anyway. You've got to play them ten times during the season. That's right. Nine or ten times. Exactly. So why not open them Tampa That's and, a, and get it over a, with? It's a long season. It's not the NFL exactly. here. That's another thing. Like, you can, you can make up the – just, yeah. It's stupid to, it's stupid to me, right. George, but – The NFL just, would be unfair. It's stubborn. It, the NFL would certainly be unfair. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. Definitely. I mean, listen, for a while there, people didn't realize that the NFL would uh, back really – Probably when there wasn't as much social media, uh, the NFL was trying to avoid playing in Green Bay late in the year because they didn't want the, 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 all the cold weather in Green Bay. They got, the well, they got away from that when yeah. they realized, hey, what are you going to do? You know, it's, it's Green Bay. You got to the cold weather sites too, plus fans like it. You know, we like seeing the snow games and stuff like that. So they stopped doing that. Now they, it's just normal. You can't do it in the NFL because one game, you can't start on the road every year. That would be unfair. But like, I'm a big believer in the NFL that, you know, you should every year you should open up, either open up at home or you close the season at home every year for every team. They get one home, you open the season at home, and you, or or you close season at home, and you open up on the road, or you close on the road. For every team, that's the way it's fair. Yeah, you go on alternates. Yeah. That You're, makes you, a lot of rotated. sense, actually. No, but there's yeah, a lot but, of scheduling yeah, things you, I you, do you, in the you, NFL. You could have a, you, you, well, that's the thing. Is it really fair to have a team and, and they do it year after year? If you're going through it, they go, okay, well, we're on the road. We open up on the road and we finish on the road. That's kind of – and you know in a, in, with a game with uh, 16, 16 games where it's vital to get in there, that's tough. That's actually – it's actually a disadvantage to those to, to those teams. That's huge, George. That's, that's a really good point, man. Like, it's just – that should never happen, but it does. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a lot of scheduling snafus in the NFL. No team should play three yeah. games in a row on the road during the season. That happens a lot. True. The bye weeks, how they do the bye weeks, is all incredibly screwed up. Why, for the life of me, you want to make the bye week fair? I, I, the NFC East goes on the bye. All teams go on the bye the same week, so it's fair to everybody. And then the week coming in, out of yep. it, you, you play each other. All right, you, just, you play each other so you know, everyone's fair. No one has an extra week's rest then. It's all fair. If you say, no, we don't want those divisional games always used on a bye week, then make eight teams go on a bye in one week, and you play each other. Once again, when you come back, you play the other division or the other conference, whatever you're playing that year. Did, it's just, once again, it's used to not be, rocket science. Yes, at first they did this, Didn't and they went away from be- it. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. At first, I remember it was all the divisions head off. Then they started going, wow, this AFC, te- this, this team's mixed up with this team. What changed that? You know I, I mean? imagine it once again, like the total, TV the total divisions. It. Because TV didn't want like oh, the, the entire NFC East. That's the Cowboys, Giants, you know, big ratings yes. teams all gone at Whatever. one time. TV it's, changed this. It's, it's idiotic. That's why anybody who believes, listen, the owners, and this is all sports, by the way, baseball, football, hockey, they don't care about the integrity yeah. of the season or the integrity of the schedule. That's bullshit. No, they, all no, they, they care about is money. And so do well. We care about more. George cares about his family, but I don't have a family. Uh, you know, I care about money. We all care about money. So we're going to break down the board on the way back. NCAA lines go through the hockey board, the live events. Hey, stick around, everybody. It's the weekend fantasy update with Cam and Kurtz, and maybe a little vroom vroom too later on.